When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's three past three here on Phoenix Nation. Thanks to Oppo, the official smartphone partner of the Wellington Phoenix. Coming up today, uh, we are shortly going to be joined by uh, Wellington Phoenix player Ben Old. Uh, Maya Vink is also going to join us. She is the analyst and assistant coach of the Liberty A-League women's team. We're going to hear from the boss man as well, Ufuk Tele. He did a stand-up today before the team departed for the Central Coast and uh, that game against the Mariners, who currently sits second in the league. And your chance as well uh, to win a set of uh, Oppo headphones as well with $70. If you want to win that, then just text us now, double eight double three double eight double three. We have the Phoenix Fan Challenge coming up with Oppo later in the show and uh, we can get you on the phone to answer a couple of questions and win a set of those headphones from Oppo. Uh, right now though, it is time to welcome into the show Wellington Phoenix midfielder Ben Old. G'day mate, how are you? Yeah, good thanks, Fabian. Yeah, good thanks, mate. Whereabouts are you at the moment? Are you at the airport? Yeah, just in the lounge at the moment. Our flight's at four, so just relaxing. Yeah, nice, nice. Have you have you got the uh, you've been through duty free? Have you got the 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 Toblerone all sorted? <laughs> I wish, but no. Just no. Walk yeah, do, do, you, do, you get, do you get a sideways glance from the nutritionist if you if you if you roll the Toblerone? <laughs> Yeah, he always seems to be watching, so we have to be careful. Yeah, no, fair enough. I did hear, I did read something, Ben, and I, maybe this plays into it. Maybe you could you could sell this to the nutritionist that apparently if you get one of those oversized Toblerones and have it in the top of your, you know, your sort of uh, your trolley with your luggage, um, you're more likely to get upgraded. Oh, really? Yeah. So you might be, able, you know, you do that, you might get to sit uh, with Ufi up front. Ah, <laughs> I might have to use as an excuse. Yeah, you might have to, mate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, employ any excuse you can, Ben. Employ any excuse you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, how's the, how's the season been for you, mate? I mean, your role has been predominantly off the bench. Um, how, how have you found the season so far? Yeah, yeah, it's been good. Um, I think the start of the season was quite lively. Like, I got a few starts then, and then it was obviously a bit hard when I got my injury. I was out for a bit, and even when I came back, I wasn't feeling 100%. But like you said, I was just... I've been coming off the bench most games, so if that's my role for this season, I'm happy doing that, and as long as we're getting a win, that's the most important thing. Yeah, I mean, to, in terms of who you see as your main competition for a spot on the 11, uh, is it is it Jan Saas? Is it Bojadir Krajev? I mean, um, you, you, you can play that wide role, but I also think you've got a bit of the eight in you, so um, where, do you, where do you think uh, your main competition is? Yeah, um, it's predominantly the 10 role where... Um, BK and Yarn play, so they're obviously my competition there, but sometimes have a ball or cost to drop in there, so honestly just whoever's in those positions. Yeah, like, like you said, I could play the the eight role as well, but it's just whoever who could think I'm best, so I don't mind wherever I play, just whatever he wants from me. Yeah, and in terms of, uh, I mean, you, you played for New Zealand, uh, you've played under 17s, you've played all the age group stuff as well. Um, you're still only 20, mate. It feels like, you know, I, I was doing some research on you before you came on and I thought, you must be up 22, 23 now. It felt that way, but you're still only 20. You've got a lot of experience, a lot of football under your belt. 
Yeah, yeah, I think the only problem with that is I get a bit impatient, like so much has happened in the last two years, obviously, all the stuff with the All Whites and the Olympics and all of that has happened so quickly, so I do start to get a bit impatient at some point, but I just have to remember sometimes that I am 20 hours, I've got a lot, a lot of time to go, hopefully, in my career, so I'm just trying to enjoy it at the moment. And at the club, in terms of support around that sort of thing, I know, you know, Paul Temple's your academy manager. You've got, uh, of course, uh, Greenacre, as old Chris Greenacre there as the, as the uh, coach of the, of the Rizzies and stuff, uh, and then Ufuk and, and, and Chiefy as well. What's that support like for you in terms of, I guess, you know, you talked about your frustration, how you, how you handle that? Um, I think it's really good, obviously, coming through the academy. I've still got those connections there with, like, Paul Temple, obviously Chris Greenacres, and then now, but also Steve Coleman and all of them, I still keep in close contact with them. And I think it's nice that I'm able to go back and talk to them whenever things aren't going great here, but it's just nice always having those connections there. And it's nice going from the academy into the first year, it just feels like it's like a nice family. In terms of messaging, uh, you know, what, what was Ufuk uh, talking to you about at the beginning of this season in terms of, you know, um, I guess, realisation of, of what your role might be and things like that? What, what were those conversations like at the start of the season? Oh, it's just the same, same as normal, like, just whether I'm starting or coming off the bench, just, like, going my old and when he, when he wants me to start, I'll just give my best in that aspect but if I'm not just going off the bench for 10-15 minutes I'll try my hardest in that and just waiting and getting your chance and hopefully when you get your chance just just taking it basically Is there anything that you've been given uh, from, from Ufuk or any of the other coaches there they've said look if you want if you want to be in the 11 you need to do this or you need to work on that I mean do you have a I guess if in the business world we call them KPIs do you have things that you need to tick off to be able to make that next step? Um, yeah I've definitely had conversations throughout last season and this season about that. I think in my role is obviously getting goals and assists, so I think if I can get those stats and those aspects, I think it's very hard to not not play a player like BK is doing very well at the moment. Not only the way he's playing, but getting those goals and assists up, and then obviously Jan got a goal in the last game, so I think that's a big thing as well, but also if he's very, very good at, like, if a team, if a team starts, he'll most likely play that that team again, so I think that's quite a fair way of doing it. So if you do get your chance and your team's doing well, you can often stick in the team for a while, but if not, it's just getting those those stats up in and being a good influence in the goals of the assist department. In terms of the way that your uh, your game is developed, uh, obviously, you know, you, we mentioned Krayev, who's, who's come from Bulgarian football. You've got uh, Bali, who's, uh, uh, you know, grown up in the English system. Uh, you've got Jan Sass now uh, from, from Brazil, and, you, you know, you played a bit with uh, uh, De Villa when he was there as well. Uh, how do you think that all of those different styles are uh, helping the development of your game? Oh, it's amazing. Like, I've never had this this aspect in the academy or anything like that and seeing a whole lot of different play styles from like different areas of the world but it is very cool like when I first came in the team I made my debut there was Ollie there who definitely took me under his wing and David Balls like David Balls is very good at working very hard he's not only technical but tactical just like a really good rounded player but then there's now BK and Jan that are coming now like BK is really good at holding on to the ball and turning and driving so I've learned that a lot from him and then as you know, yeah, I'm just very skillful and a very talented player. So there's definitely a lot of things that I can learn from the different ways they play. That uh, that goal that Jan scored on the weekend was something else, wasn't it? That was top draw. Did you take him aside afterwards yeah, and say, can you show me how to do that? 
Yeah, exactly. No, it was a very nice goal from him, and I'm happy that he is able to get a second goal for himself. So definitely finding form now. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's a positive at this time of the season, right? I mean, uh, you're about to jump on a plane and, and head over to the Central Coast to take on the team that are currently second on the table. You win that game, you go you go level with them. So there's a, there's a lot on this game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's good that we're kind of come off a really positive win against um, West United, so that's positive. And all the boys are been in spirit, so I'm confident for this game. Yeah, uh, I mean, last time out there was uh, there was a bit of argy, wasn't there? I think, uh, mind you, Ollie Sale could start a start a fight in a telephone booth, but there there, there was um, uh, a, a bit of a bit of argy after the game. Are you expecting more of the same? And 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 just how combative are, are Central Coast? Yeah, obviously, it's a tough opponent. Like won a few games against them, also lost. So it's definitely going to be important. I think we just went on that run of for some reason fighting every team at the end of the end of the game, which was, I don't exactly know why it was happening, but I think it shows that how much we care about about winning the game and, and all of that, so I'm hoping nothing like that happens this game, but who knows. Do you back yourself in a scrap? <laughs> I'd like to think so, but I think some of the other boys wouldn't, wouldn't laugh at me saying that. <laughs> Who's the one guy that you don't yeah. want to have a scrap with in the Phoenix thing? Oh, probably Ollie. <laughs> I think you see it as he's the one always always in the centre of it, so I definitely want to be on the opposite side of them. Yeah, he's got the reach too, doesn't he? Reach advantage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if you had to jump in the uh, in the square circle with somebody from the, from, from your squad, who do you reckon you could take? Um, I'd like to say me and Sutton would have a good, Sam Sutton would have a good, good brawl in there. Yeah, yeah. It could be, maybe, that, maybe that's a fight for life thing we can line up later on. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to do that. Yeah. Now, uh, the other thing that you're coming up <laughs> against at uh, Central Coast is a, is a couple of guys that you know reasonably well. Storm Roo, uh, of course, uh, a, a, an all-white teammate and uh, a former Phoenix teammate as well. And James McGarry's just just moved there. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Obviously, both fullbacks, so it's players that I come against a lot. So, obviously, Storm's, I got on pretty well in the, the all-white system, so... I played against him last time when I came on, so that was good to see him there. And then obviously Gary going there now, so that'll be interesting, I think. So then there'll be a game that they'll be wanting to win, but it'd be nice if we can get one over them. Yeah, in terms of, of um, you know taking on those players and having trained with them for a long time, do you do you think that benefits you when you when you when you go and play a team like this and you you, you know train day in day out for a couple of seasons with guys? Yeah, I think it's, it's kind of a bit of both. Like, obviously, I've got a good idea about what I can exploit against them, but then also it's the other way around. They know a bit about how I play, so I just have to get a bit creative on how I can exploit their weaknesses, and they're going to be doing the same thing. So it always makes an interesting battle. Yeah, do you have to do you have to double bluff? So you like you know you know in yourself <laughs> that you like to you like to cut in. Um, so you go, he'll be thinking yeah. I'm going to cut in, so I'm going to take him on the outside. Yeah, yeah, you just have to get quite creative with it, try and expect what they think you're going to do, and you kind of have to maybe, for example, I need to go line, down down the line a couple of times, and maybe they'll predict that, and I'll be able to go inside, which I obviously like to do. So they obviously know what I, what I like doing and what I'm good at, so I might have to try something else before exploiting those areas. Yeah, and you put some doubt in the mind, right? If you take them on the outside a couple of times, and all of a sudden they don't know what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly, but... It'd be fun to play against him this weekend. 
Yeah, who's been the yeah, who's been your toughest opponent at, at, at A League level in, in, in terms of that in terms of someone that you've directly had to you know like you say the fullbacks uh, you've di- directly had to take on who have you found the toughest? Um, to be fair, it's funny how you say that. McGarry, when I played him in Newcastle early on in the year, he was very difficult. He's a very fast player, and he does know what I like. And I don't think I was able to exploit that the best in that game, but I learned a lot from it and. That's just what I was telling you before. I just need to predict what, what they think I'm going to do and then get a bit creative with it. So it'll be interesting if I come up against them in this game. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a funny thing, isn't it? That with uh, the last sort of two seasons or so, uh, the, the Newcastle Jets, where he was earlier in the season, have been a bit of a bogey team for the for the Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, we had a not-so-great game last season, so that wasn't great. But I think it's just because it's such a chaotic team and we're so structured. I think we just have to make sure we don't fall into that trap. Yeah, yeah, indeed. All right, mate. Uh, now, um, you win this game, as I mentioned, you go second, but the league is very, very tight. I mean, what are the conversations like um, in training and when you're doing the, the whiteboard sessions, and, and how much are you guys looking at the table? Um, well, in the last game, if he put up a little PowerPoint, they were just showing us in the top six, but not showing anything below. So we don't seem to worry too much about what's happening below us. We just think about that if we can win the next game, where it can put us in trying to make the top four and obviously say it's so so close. So he always reinforces that every game is very important, but he's very good at making sure he doesn't put too much pressure on us. So as we know, every game is important, but I think this game this week will be even more important for us because it can put us in a very good position going into the back end of the season. Yeah, totally, totally. Now, you, you got a win last week, 3-0, against Western United, who are the defending champions. Ahead of that, uh, before that, you know, you had a couple of games where you, you coughed up leads. And, you know, it feels like uh, this season there's been particularly a, a lot of really good football played going forward by uh, the Phoenix. Uh, but at times you've just switched off maybe just after half time and things and, and given up those leads. What have those conversations been a, a, a like um, after games and what have the work-ons been? How have you, have you tried to address it as a team? Yeah, it's just been a bit disappointing because we've actually played very well, like you said, but we're just, it always seems like we go a goal up and then we go on the back foot rather than gaining momentum from it, so it has been weird, but we've worked a lot on the mental side of it and like dealing with pressure, like we're a very good team when there's no pressure on us, but when we have the expectation, we seem to, seem to crumble, so I think that's something we'll be working on a lot, and then obviously they're just all the tactical stuff. The, the staff there are very good at preparing us for for what the opposition are doing. So we're just making sure that we're always prepared for whatever the opposition are giving us, and being being able to adapt when they they give us different things in the game. Has it been a bit easier for you around the uh, the training complex and on the on the, on the training pitch and things uh, now that uh, Ben Wayne's left? So less confusion. There's only one Ben. <laughs> Yeah, but, but I also miss him as well. He was like my training partner a lot. We do a lot of extras together, so I miss him. But it's, it's good to see he's doing so well over there. But yeah, it's nice to be now and be Ben now. Yeah, I bet, mate. I, I bet. I, um, now, I, I always like to find out uh, a few things about uh, players before we let you go. So I'm going to ask you five quick questions, uh, if that's all right. Okay. Benny, are, you, are you ready to rock and roll? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, mate, grab your phone right now, uh, flick through it. What's on your Spotify playlist? What am I going to find? Uh, <laughs> it's been something that I've been working on, but a lot of guitar stuff at the moment, actually. I've been learning my guitar, so I've seen a lot of that stuff. Who's your favourite guitarist? 
Oh, no, no, you put me under pressure. Probably David Gray. He was the one that got me into it. Oh, really? So, older stuff, yeah, but stuff my dad enjoyed, so brings back good memories. Yeah, David Gray, I always think of him as like a... Uh... He's like a, a, a Bob, uh, you know, sort of a, a, a Bob Dylan for, for radio, isn't he, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got that, that White Ladder album was massive, wasn't it? Yeah, I love that album. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool, interesting. All right, yeah. so does that mean then uh, if you've got a bit of spare time uh, in the evenings, you're not so much putting your feet up and watching Netflix, you're, uh, you, you're, you're picking away? Yeah, yeah, it's something that I, I like to spend time with. I seem to struggle to just zone out and just watch Netflix or YouTube or something so that's a nice little hobby that I'm getting into but also Sutz is quite into his guitaring at the moment so I'm kind of learning off him So maybe the, the, is there a duo in your future? Oh maybe Yeah, old Sutz I, I can see it, old yeah. Sutz what a, what, a, what yeah. a duo, okay that's good mate that's good yeah. um, Now yeah. um, if if, the, if you manage to avoid the nutritionist and you don't have a game or training this weekend, you've got a cheat night. Uh, what are you eating, mate? What's the what's the go to uh, the go to meal if you if you don't have to worry about any of that stuff? Um, well, we actually do it after the most fun. home games. Is actually nachos. I make my homemade nachos for the whole flat, so that's probably a go to. All the boys love it, and it's nice and simple. So I make that for them, but that's definitely a go to. The uh, you said the whole flat. Who are you flatting with? Are you flatting with boys from the team? Um, yeah, yeah. So it's me, Alex Paulson, Nick Pennington, and Callan Elliott. So the four of us. It sounds like trouble. <laughs> no, we're pretty well behaved. We are well behaved. Okay, all right, mate. All right. Uh, when you were growing up, who was your footballing hero? Who did you have posters on the wall of, and whose shirt did you want at Christmas? That sort of stuff. Uh, sounds uh, probably Griezmann. Antoine yeah, Griezmann. I was going to say that Eric wanted Messi. Messi was always a big one, but Griezmann was someone I loved watching. Yeah, so I mean, he was a, would have been athletic Atletico then, right? So you more of a Spanish football fan than maybe a, an EPL fan? Um, yeah, I definitely go between the both. Obviously, it's hard not to get involved in the EPL scene, but definitely watching Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Atletico. Madrid was very, very cool when I was younger, so. Definitely him, though, especially during the Euros and the World Cup. But it definitely became one of my favourite players. Yeah, cool, man. Cool. All right. And uh, just finally, uh, Ben, before I let you go, mate, who's the most famous person you've met? Most famous person? Uh, probably Lydia Coe. Oh, you met Lids? Where, how was she? I, yeah, yeah, very good. I met her a couple of times because of my girlfriend. I was younger, but I, there was a shoot that she was doing where she was coaching a whole lot of young kids, it might have been when I was like maybe 10 or 11 and I was there and I, I was actually on the news doing an interview about what I thought about it. <laughs> Quality. Have you, you, yeah. Your mum and dad have yeah. got that on tape somewhere, have they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's on Facebook. <laughs> try not bring it up. Yeah, quality. What are you playing off these days? Because you used to be quite a handy golfer from what I understand. Yeah, um, my handicap's a, a four. But unfortunately, I haven't been able to play too much recently because of my injury, so that's been tough. But I just try and try and play as much as I can. Yeah. We've got a good group of boys that actually play in the team, so we get out as often as we can. Do you try and substitute it when you couldn't play with your injury? Do you try and substitute it with PGA golf on you know on on, uh, on <laughs> Xbox or on PlayStation or something? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Why don't you say that a lot of the boys actually get involved in the game right now? So it's definitely something that we enjoy. 
Awesome, man. Awesome. Hey, listen, thanks for giving us so much time from the airport, mate. Uh, go and grab yourself that oversized Tobler run now uh, and see if you can get the upgrade. <laughs> yeah. eh? Sa- safe travels and good luck against Central Coast this weekend. Yeah. Thank you. Go well. Uh, ben Old there with us. Out of the Wellington Phoenix as they get ready to head over to the Central Coast Mariners. That game is coming up this weekend, of course. Still to come, Maya Vink from the Liberty A-League side. Uh, we'll also hear from Ufuk Tale and the Oppo Fan Challenge. You want to play the Oppo Fan Challenge? Win yourself a set of $70 headphones from uh, Oppo. Then let us know. Double eight, double three, double eight, double three. We'll ring someone towards the end of the hour and you can play the Oppo Fan Challenge. It is 3.23 here on Phoenix Nation.